This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Tom and Mikey on Joy. We are joined by acting commander Murray Fraser. Welcome Joy. Thank you. Good morning. Lovely to have you here. We're so happy to have you here. So what we've got you in today, I can hear that the Box Hill Police Station have just received a nationally recognised award. Commander Fraser, what, what is the award they got? Well, they got um, a Communication Access Award and so it's a partnership with uh, Scope and they got an NDI, NDIS grant to run this program. So all the police of Box Hill have been trained in communicating with uh, people who may have a, a disability that impacts on their communication. So we did all the training for the, the men and women out there that do the public inquiry counter at Box Hill. Um, and we reached a level of competence that Scope um, awarded that symbol to us in a nice flash ceremony a couple of weeks ago. So it was a really good achievement for Victoria Police. Um, the first I'm assuming time. that would be rolled out across the yeah. whole Victorian police. Uh, you wouldn't just want to say one station only can talk to people that might have that's communication right. issues. That's right, that's a, that's, and that's a challenge for me to do now, how we do that uh, now there's no more uh, NDIS funding. So we rolled out the program in Geelong and they're soon to get uh, accredited. Uh, so we need to work out how we can actually deliver that training yep. uh, to all the police wherever they are. So it's I'll just really go up about to Spring Street and ask our Premier just to hand over a couple of percentages of the new pay rise. I mean, he's got plenty. Short walk. <laughs> well, I know you can't answer that question. You've just got to stay very the, um, political. I'm allowed to. Yeah. Here's one you Thanks. can answer. What's the training process look like? Um, there's a fair bit of face-to-face training that's delivered by people who've got a bit of expertise. Yeah, cool. So the officers have to come offline and um, get that one-on-one and group training. It's all face-to-face. It's fairly extensive. So it's not something that we can um, achieve really easily. So it's hard work to get there, which is why we're the first police police, uh, force in the country to have a station awarded. It is important because you need everyone in the community to be able to come in and know that what, you know, if they've got a problem and you know, and, and yeah. unfortunately, a lot of times it, it is those who maybe don't be able, they find it hard to communicate, are the ones that can be bullied or pressured mm. or, or things can happen to them. Yeah, that's right. I mean, they're overrepresented as victims, and so we need to uh, improve the way we deliver our service to those people who are affected. You guys are doing very good. I mean, you, you really are trying to engage with the community. You've done mm. very well with the LGBTI, and now you're moving on. I think congratulations yep. where you where it's deserved. Well yeah, done. Thank you very much. It's great. Would there yeah, be a way... <laughs> good on you, Tom. Would there be a way that you could uh, send a representative from each station to a training session so that they could then spread the word to their stations? Yeah, so that's one of the options we're looking at will be uh, like a train, the trainer program. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so we're, we're actively exploring how we achieve that now. Right, okay. Now, Ray Fraser, there's fire season coming up. It's already starting to warm up quickly, mind you, and there's fires going on in, in Sunshine Coast. Is that correct, Tom? All the way from the mid-north coast of New South Wales, nearly all the way up to Queensland. They're, they're, still on, yeah. they're still on fire, while the rest of the country's in got no water. Freezing. We've got snow going one way and you know, fires <laughs> the we, other. Yeah, how can we prepare? Um, Preparation is important, partic- more so for those who live in the urban fringes and the country areas. Those people in the fire-prone areas really need to have a fire plan. Yeah. So if um, you know we've got a really catas- a really high fire 
danger day and there's a fire in their area, what are they going to do? So we want people to think about that in advance, not on the day when there's a bit of pressure. Yeah, okay. So what would go into something like a fire plan? Do you have one, Tom? Well, I live opposite, in Point Cook, opposite the National Park, and we actually get told every year about the grass fires, and we've actually had to be... The grass fire, surprising, was taller than our house, which we got like a little two-storey one. They actually evacuated us out the back. We had to grab our dogs and run out the back lane and and Mm. take off. And I would have never thought a grass fire could have so much impact. Yeah, I mean, you look at what happened in California. Mm. There was, was bushfires there as well, but houses... It's funny, that, oh, so the police are really getting behind this fire drill because, you know, I'd be thinking it's mm. all about the fireys be worrying about. But I suppose, of course, you guys would have to be the ones to help evacuate people out, tell them when... Who makes the decision to evacuate? Does that come from the fireys to you guys to yes. move people on? So the fire agency, the incident controller, as they call them, they'll make the call as to an area being evacuated, then it's the police role to actually undertake the evacuation. And then what's the law with that? If you knock on my door and ask me to evacuate my area, am I allowed to stay if I choose to? Or is that, do you guys, is that just a rule? All right, we've been told to go, you've got to go. Yeah, so it's a, it's a difficult one for us because if people are in there in the area, we can't force them to leave, but yeah. we can actually prevent them return from coming back. Okay, stop them coming. Mm. I used to live in the bush with my children, and we had a fire, of course, coming towards us, and I took my children out the day before, left them in town with a friend, but I was so scared of my animals, the cows, the things, so I've gone back to my property thinking I'm fire protected, I had everything cleared, my undergrowth <laughs> is done. I'm going to tell you it was the biggest fear I had ever done in my life. The, the wind changes, yes. the sound, the colour of the sky, and it's you just being rained by ambers. And there was a moment there I thought, what the hell am I doing? You know, I, I loved my cow, don't get me wrong, yeah. but I'm thinking, my children are going to be no parent. You know, yeah. like if something happens to me, I'll never, ever do it again. I, I, we learnt our lesson whenever we were told a fire's coming in a direction. We just packed up the dogs and the kids yeah. and headed into the city. Did you have things packed, like, like photos or...? You have yep. to have... I think it's important no matter where you live, you should always have some form of back-out bag. You know, all your documents should be kept in, in a place where you know where they are, they're easily reached. Photos, sure, are important, but at the end of the day, life's more important than a photo. I wanted yeah. to make sure that I had bank cards, you know, a little passports, bit of money, whatnot, some passports, yeah. and just make sure you can grab it and get the, get out. Okay. Thanks, Tom. That was almost a paid advertisement. It was perfect. Thank you. I suppose you, you got yeah. up, but it's. Well, I think we also got to remember, I think we live in the city and we think, oh, it doesn't affect us, but we actually do. There's still a lot of people who smoke. Do not flick cigarettes out the side of your car mm. because that starts fires. And even on very hot days, driving your car across grass, the heat of the engine can be enough to start a fire. Yeah, we've had plenty of fires started by car engines and car exhausts. Yeah. yeah, so, so it's a very us common people have a have a, a, mm. pl- a part to play in this as well. Yeah. well I've yeah. just been doing research here, and you can go to cfa cfa.vic.gov.au, and there's a little tab here that says plan and prepare. You can go to that, and you can check out if your plan's safe enough. And it even says here right at the start, you didn't have to be living in the country to be at risk of a fire, which is something that we've been trying to nail home today. Any any final words, Commander Murray Fraser? Sure, I, I think people need to be aware that a lot of fires aren't lit through um, a deliberate act. Quite yeah. often it's recklessness. So, again, it's about the car's exhausts. It's about people using tools in the open, welders, angle grinders. It's about campfires unattended. So there's a lot of our fires that cause um, real problems for us in the summer are actually 
started by recklessness rather than a deliberate yeah. act. And one of those little sparks from something in a hot wind on a hot day can actually still stay amber and travel quite a long way. Yeah. So he could go up and move blocks into a bit of a grassland and affect people yeah. that are way away from you. Yeah, just be a bit, bit vigilant and on your toes this summer. It's probably the best advice I can Great give advice. as a 20-year-old. Uh, thank you so much for coming in, though, Commander Murray Fraser. Wake up with Tom and Mikey. Thursdays for breakfast on Joy. Tune in to 94.9 in Melbourne. Stream live at joy.org.au or download the Joy app. Find all our podcasts at tomandmikey.com. Subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get podcasts. Joy Podcasts, where you want them, when you want them. Thanks for listening to another Joy Podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.